and you make your way to child's pose. And your knees to the mat, set your hips to your heels. <coughs> Let your forehead rest on the floor or possibly your feet. <coughs> There are places you can soften in this pose to get more breath. Maybe it's around your shoulders, your neck, maybe bending your elbows, or even taking your arms at your sides. To work with jai breath, start with jai breath with the lift of your low belly. And then we start to Slow and lengthen your breath by creating a valve in your throat. Drawing in of the throat muscles that creates long, thin ribbon of breath. And those two things working together, the lift of your low belly and the slight closing of your throat and maybe that creates a sound for you, maybe a, a wave-like sound around the notch between your collarbones. It doesn't need to be loud, or it does give you a rhythm. You feel that rhythm in your body as you practice. And perhaps you'll notice when you lose that rhythm, you get into the rhythm of your mind, rhythm of rushing or distraction. When you notice those rhythms, you come back to this steady ebb and flow. And then next inhale, come up to hands and knees. Exhale to cat pose. You'll round your spine, drop your tail, drop your chin toward your chest. And inhale to cow, lengthen out. And you'll move back and forth with your breath, your pace. Each exhale, really focus on pressing down into the mat through your hands, your feet, through your shins, not so much your knees. The inhale, focus there is on drawing your spine along through the center of your chest. With your front body engaged, Uriana Bandha, the lift of your abdominals, so it's not about dropping your ribcage, but lengthening the front of your body. Yeah, sometimes you lengthen your front body enough that the corners of your mouth lift up. Not always. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time it just becomes eye-rolling. Make your way back to the neutral spine. Flat back, turn your toes under, and come up to downward facing dog. And inhale forward to a high plank. <clears throat> On your exhale, rock forward your toes, bend your elbows, lower to low push-up. Keep your legs tight or put your knees down either way. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down with the center of your chest, good. And downward facing dog, breathe out. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. 
lengthen your body, heart forward toward the front wall. Exhale, go to low push up. Tighten your legs or put your knees down. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Hands down, you lift the center of your chest, lengthen your front line. And downward facing dog, let your breath carry you back. Take one more round with your breath. Focus on the fullness of each breath. Steadiness of breath. Find the top of your inhale. And then let that transition to your exhale carry in your back. Have a breath here. Empty. Then you'll look forward and walk forward. Find your mat. Take a ragdoll. Move your feet hip distance. Point your toes straight ahead. Ragdoll forward fold. Start with bending your knees real deep until your chest rests on your thighs. And if your chest doesn't get to your thighs, place your forearms between your chest and your thighs so that your upper body is supported by your lower body. Notice the weight in your feet. Can you bring slightly more weight into the balls of your feet than your heels? Each time we're bending forward, we're going for kind of 60% of the weight forward. Heels still grounded, slowly firm there, but there's more emphasis on it coming forward. Can you press through the ball of your big toe, the ball of your foot, and the side of your big toe? And lift your low belly, same time, to create an integration from your feet up into your core. If your chest is popped away from your thighs at this point, you can put your arms on your legs. The other thing that could help is to take a few wider apart. On your next exhale, release your hands to your mat. And bring your feet together. Your big toes touch, heels slightly apart. Press into the ball of your big toe, the ball of your baby toe. Spread your toes wide. Press into the center of each heel, and with soft knees, come up to standing by pressing down into your feet. When you get to the top, arms reach overhead, mountain pose, then squeeze your legs straight, draw your low belly in, lift the center of your chest. Keep that lift as you bring your hands to your heart. Samastiti, you can close your eyes or set your eyes to your fingertips. You have a moment here of stillness and strength in your body to be fully here. Each of us bringing our body, our mind, our heart into this space, the space that you are. We join our voices to join in this space that we're in together. Raise our voices in the sound of all blending body and breath into a sound that unifies our practice here. Have a deep breath in.
ankles. Press your feet down to lift through your fingertips. Spread your hands wide. Spread them out. Exhale, fold forward. Pull your hands to your heart. Soften at your knees first to bow forward. Forward your feet. Let your head go. And inhale to halfway lift. Flat back. Pull your feet back as you pull your heart forward. Then low push up. You're plant your hands. Step them up back. Keep your chest and glutes forward as you move back. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands up, press your feet down with the thigh muscle. Good. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out. One breath in. Get empty. You look forward, walk or hop, top of your mind. Breathe in, halfway lift, flat back. And fold out, breathe out. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs when you get to the top, fan your hands, squeeze your arms. Exhale, fold forward, soften at your knees first to hinge fully at the top of your thigh. That's the release belt. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back, heart forward. Keep moving your heart forward as you step back, go push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. <clears throat> Grab in. Empty. Look forward, walk or hop, top your mouth. Breathe in, halfway lift. And fold forward, breathe all the way out. Soft knees, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Keep your knees soft. When you get to the top, squeeze your legs and bend your hands. Exhale, fold forward. Start by softening at your knee, hinge fully at the top of your thigh. Breathe in, halfway lift, flat back, heart forward, feet back. Low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Breath in. And empty. And walk or hop, top of your mouth. Breathe in, half lift. And bow forward through the other side. Drop your hips low, reach up, Utkatasana, chair pose. One breath in. And bow forward, chest to your thighs first. Then let your knees straighten as much as you can with your chest on your thighs. Press in. Inhale, halfway lift, flat back. Low push up. Plant your hands, pull your chest forward as you step back. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, warrior one, reach up. Squeeze your back leg. Then hands to your mat and low push-up. Plant your hands, step back, draw your heart forward as you take your foot back. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe out. Step your left foot forward to your hands, press your foot down, reach up, warrior one. And then hands to your mat, low push-up. Breathe out. Breath in, up dog. And down dog, breathe out. Breath here. And empty it all the way. All of it, whatever it is, let it go. Look forward, walk forward, hop, top of the mat. 
three and a half women. And bow forward, breathe out. We have one more round of that sun deep. Drop your hips low, reach up, Utkatasana, take your time. Bow forward with your exhale, your chest to your thighs, then release the straighten if you want, but your chest stays on your thighs. Inhale, halfway lift. Pulling your chest forward as you step back, low push-up. Look forward as you manage to go back. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Step your right foot forward, inhale, reach up, one and one. Arms overhead, yes. Hands to the mat, low push-up. Plant your hands, step back, pull your chest forward, look forward. Breathe in, take your time. And breathe out, slow and steady. Step your left foot forward. Take your time reaching up, go up and go back. Then hands to your mat, and you exhale, slow. Really get the push up right there. Then breathe in. And let your exhale take you back to downward facing up. Have a breath here. Get empty. Look forward. Walk forward. Tap your knee. Breathe in. Halfway left. Flat back. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. Drop your hips low, reach up Utkatasana and stay, chair pose. And exhale somewhere in here, right? And you'll inhale again. Eventually you'll figure out how to be here, breathe. That, that's most of yoga, is getting into a stressful situation and learning to breathe. That's the real life training that yoga gives you. What do you need to do to be able to breathe here? Do you need to shift your weight back into your heels so you can lift your chest a bit? And lifting your chest helps air get down and into your lungs. Do you need to take your arms out of it, maybe cactus or hands apart? Do you need to soften your jaw? Or is it just bringing focus, right? Is it just bringing focus to one breath in, one breath out? And letting the rest of it just drop away. One more inhale, lengthen your front body. Good, and bow forward, chest to your thighs. And toe heel your feet apart. And you catch your big toes with peace fingers of each hand. First two fingers, right on your big toes. Bend your knees, half lift, flat back, low belly in. And then bow forward. Let your chest rest to your thighs. Let your elbows pull out to the sides. Top of your head drop heavy to the floor. Bend your knees as much as you need to to get your chest on your thighs, your chest between your thighs. Could also be helpful to take your feet wider than they are right now. And try the edges of the mat, see what's going on there. Release your hands, bring your feet together. Big toes touch, heels slightly apart if you can. Drop your hips low, inhale, ukutasana, chair pose. <coughs> Then bring your hands to your heart and twist. Take your left elbow over your right thigh. The work here is in dropping your hips and lifting your chest. And it's going to be every breath thing. There's no way to get in this pose and hold it. You're going to hold any pose, but this is particularly. Every exhale, drop your weight into your heels, send your hips down and back. 
Every inhale, lift your chest, right? So maybe a pressing of your hands together helps that. Optional, open your arms, pull your heart forward, breathe in here. And exhale, you'll fold forward and toe-heel your feet apart. And this time you can slide your hands underneath your feet. Take your toes all the way up to the insides of your wrists. Half lift, inhale. And bow forward, exhale, bend your knees enough to rest your chest on your thighs. If this is not okay on your hamstrings or low back, you can go back to holding your toes. You can go back to the ragdoll with your forearms on your thighs. And this is the same thing. You're trying to rock your weight forward into the balls of your feet, or the balls of your feet being on your hands. You gotta do that gently so that you're not cutting off circulation. Notice if your thumbs are white. Start to get a little more gentle. You can kind of rock your weight and your feet side to side a little bit. Cross your hands for massage. And then release your hands, bring your feet together. Drop your hips low, inhale, reach up. Awesome. Twist, bring your hands to your heart. And then we'll bring that back. Press your sitting bones back, pull your sternum forward. Your gaze will either be at the floor or the ceiling or the sidewall. Any way you want to turn your head is fine. But if you're seeing the back wall, even your peripheral, if you want to pull your chest forward more. If you're able to see the back wall, there's a good chance you're kind of curling in. You want to be lengthening out for most space to breathe, for most space the muscles around your spine. Option on your inhale, open your arms, pull your heart forward as you do. And then bow forward, exhale. And totally your feet out real wide. You go to the edges of your mat. Pop your toes out so your, your feet will be half on the wood floor and half on your mat. And then you're going to drop down into a little squat. That was a good sound effect. And you can stay with your hands on the floor. That's the most supportive, especially if you've got knee issues going on. Hands on the floor. If you can bring your hands to heart center, what you're going to do with that, besides creating it out of this pose, is press your hands together and down as you lift your chest up. Press your sitting bones down toward the floor. Have your feet wide enough that they can be flat, even if they're turned out a lot. If your heels are up, it's going to be tough to get that traction that we're looking for. So, yeah, at least half of your foot on the wood floor, but you could be all of, all of your foot on the wood floor. Okay. Not that sweaty yet. So, release your hands to your mat and bring your feet together. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Bring your hands to your heart and your palms. Press your feet down, feel your footprints, the ball of your big toe, the ball of your baby toe, center of each heel. Lift your inner ankle bones up and back. As you press the ball of your big toe down, you lift your inner ankle bones, create lift the arches of your feet. For some of us, that'll be a lot of work. For some of us with higher, tighter arches, we won't need to do that as much. 
notice in your feet what feels active, what feels like you're grounding down and lifting up, that there's no slack in how you're standing. There's also no gripping in how you're standing. You feel your toes dig in, right? That's, that's totally human of you. Can you spread your toes out? Let them be at ease. Have the lift through the arches of your feet and your inner ankles. From here, inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And we'll take eagle. You wrap your right arm underneath your left. Maybe they wrap back around to press palms. Right? That's nice decoration. Maybe they wrap around to hold shoulder blades. That might be more effective. And you're going to cross your right leg over. And maybe your right foot hooks back behind your left calf. Maybe your right foot touches your mat on the other side of your left. Whatever is most effective to allow you to balance and to be square with the front of your mat. For some of us, we can wrap our leg all day, but it takes our hips over to the side. You can keep your hips square, whether your leg is wrapped or on a toe. The idea is squareness in your body. Then, sit low. Bend your standing knee. As you sit lower, lift your elbow points higher. And you just you go for it. Every exhale, you sit deeper. You take the risk. On your inhale, unwind and reach up. And then hands to your heart, pause. Find your feet again. They're your feet, right? Where'd they go? Or are they together? Do you feel the ball of your big toe, ball of your baby toe, center of your heel? Are your feet together underneath you? Right. So sometimes standing wide feels more comfortable, but for balance, getting your feet together underneath you will help center for the one-legged pose. And inhale, take your arms up overhead, press your feet down as you reach your arms up. You're going to take left side eagle, wrap your left elbow under your right, arms can wrap back and press palms, they can wrap to your shoulders. Then as you sit into your right leg, wrap your left. This may be a completely different wrap than the other side. Notice where you might be forcing this. Are your hips coming offline? Is your chest coming forward? Can you sit deeper on your exhale? And lift up right on your inhale. Right now we have a lot of bowing forward going on. Can you bring more lift to your sternum? More lift to the top of your head? It comes from your low belly. Turn that on. Good. On your inhale, unwind. Reach up. Plant your feet down. Arms overhead. Pause here. Press your feet down to reach through your fingers. Pull your low belly in and your upper back muscles down. You all four of those things going on at one time. Feet down, belly up, upper back muscles down, fingertips up. Body becomes very tightly integrated. Keep that, draw your right arm down for dancer. Catch your right foot, stand upright with it, knees in alignment, draw your low belly in. Balance is good and steady here without gripping. Kick your foot into your hand. Keep your chest square forward. If your right shoulder went back, okay, 
you might want to cactus your left arm to bring your chest square with the front of the mat. You can go as far as you go with steadiness from your standing foot out through the center of your chest. One more breath in, lift up through your foot and through the center of your chest. Then exhale, release, bring your hands to your heart, foot to the mat, pause. Look great. Close your eyes, feel your body. on your inhale reach up let's pause here press your feet down draw your low belly in upper back muscles down press up your fingertips and the feeling again of being tightly integrated bring your left arm down catch your left foot square up in your hips and shoulders straight ahead low belly and heart up when you feel steady press into the foot on the floor to lift your leg up behind you. Right? Instead of discombobulating and focusing on the, the back leg, integrate from your standing foot out through that foot. Feel one moving the other. Set your eyes at a point in front of you that's not somebody else's pose. Notice yourself coming off square. How can you shore up? One more breath in. On your exhale, release. Really good. Plant your foot, hands to heart, pause. You can close your eyes, feel your body. And objectively, dancer is the most awkward pose. That's why it's so great, it's called dancer. But awkward in a, in a way that it's, it's unusual. Not a natural, just unusual for what we do with ourselves throughout the day. Feel the effect on your body. And can you just notice? And notice what you notice. Notice places that are speaking to you. Notice where it's hard for you to notice your body. Maybe it's like just completely hard in general to notice your body. And you'd rather think about anything else. And that's okay. Noticing that is good learning. Noticing when you're distracted, noticing when you're frustrated, noticing all of it is the idea, the point. And what do we do with that noticing? Nothing. We just notice. And it's a practice of listening, and becoming a better listener, first to yourself so that you, know, you get aligned with you. Maybe we even take that and extend that to other people. Set your eyes and point in front of you. Ground your left foot until your right foot gets light. But your right foot stays on the floor. You're just working your left side, your left leg up into your core body, up to the top of your head, until everything starts to get light on, in your right leg. And maybe you can just float your right foot an inch off the floor. Then you'll place your right foot down and do the opposite. Press your right foot in, squeeze your right leg, integrate up into your core. It'll take a while to actually get integration. It'll be kind of siphoning and work. Your foot won't be off the ground yet. That would have been too fast. 
And then you very slowly float your left foot up. Are you meaning to get this, or are you actually finding something? It doesn't have to be pulled things up too fast. We just kind of shift. Come back to both feet down. And again, press into your left foot. Squeeze your left leg. You're working to get the integration all the way up to the top of your head to feel connected from your left foot through the top of your head and make your right side light without any movement over to the left. Then your right foot may flow, and then you'll switch. So the idea is if you're really getting this integration, that lift of your foot, it, it's like you're not even doing it, right? It's going to take some time. You're still going to be working that just standing line for a long time. Your foot won't come up, you won't bend your knee until everything is like there won't be any shift of your pelvis. You go back and forth two more times slowly. Right? And take it, there's no point to just picking up your foot, right? You're getting nothing by picking up your foot, just so you know. Nobody's getting any points, nobody's getting gold stars. Being able to integrate your body, that's what you're getting. So go through the work slowly enough to really feel that. Otherwise, you're just marking time. And then that's fine too, right? You just need to wiggle, you need to wiggle. But can you feel a shift of work without a shift of weight? And it's okay if like, right now that's not happening. It's not easy. both sides balance, come back to center, and pause. Now when you do that one correctly, your legs are on fire. Anyone said like bumper asana? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that was. <coughs> that didn't happen, that's okay. Next time we'll just burn your bumper more. From here, same idea. We're going to take tree pose with it. So you get really squeeze through your left leg up into your core body. Everything is integrated here so that your pelvis won't move to the left as you slide your right foot up in the tree. Just let your foot slide so that everything stays where it is in your pelvis. Okay. And maybe like just figuring out whether your pelvis is tilted or not is the work today. When you let your foot slide up, it may not go as far as you want it to go up. If you have this goal of foot above your knee, then that's okay. But do you want to have that if it means you're going to be leaning? If it means you're going to be off-center? Or do you want to balance? And if you want to have balance, can you create that from inside out? Maybe patient enough for it? That's, that's a big question. Some days we are and some days we're not. Noticing if we're not patient enough for it is good learning. Slowly release your foot down so nothing will change in your mid-body. If you're fully integrated here and you press your foot down, you can go right to the other side without any shifting of your weight. The more you practice this, the more smooth that gets.
not important that it be smooth. But it is important that you feel something, that you're working something here. Putting yourself into tree pose, doing tree pose, does very little. Balancing yourself, that's different. Unless your goal in life is to play the role of tree in some on-stage musical, you know, great. Then practice doing tree pose. Otherwise, practice balance, strength, focus. On your exhale, very slowly, you'll let your foot come back to the mat and stand tall in your body. The only thing you'll really feel change is that you have more power to reach up through the top of your head. Some of you just heard the words reach up, and that's fine. Okay, as teachers, we know you're going to hear 30% of what we say. Squeeze your legs, draw your low belly in. Inhale, reach your arms up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, halfway lift. Low push up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Reach up. Turn your back foot flat, pause here, breathe. Your front toes point straight ahead, your back foot points at an angle that allows you to be squaring your hips with the front of your mat. And maybe they get square, but probably they're just working towards square. Maybe you have your arms overhead, maybe you keep your hands at your heart or at your hips. Can you squeeze your back leg more to sit lower in your front back? Can you find the limit of what's possible in the depth of your pose? Your low belly drawn in, your breath moving. One more breath in, lengthen through the front of your body. Then exhale to warrior two. Here you're going to turn your foot out in line with that edge of your mat. Front toes straight ahead. You'll move your front foot over in line with your back arch. Squeeze your back leg, draw your low belly in. Find your breath with low belly in. Upper back muscles down. There's a spreading of your rib cage. You can access that more with your arms out to the side. You feel the, the spread and rise on your inhale. And then a contraction on your exhale. As you contract in on your exhale, press out to your fingertips. And reverse forward. Come up through the ceiling. Squeeze your back leg. Draw your low belly in, draw your upper back muscles down. Your gaze can be up at your top hand or down at your back foot. If you get to your neck there, have breath. And you sit lower in your front thigh. Inhale to reach up. On your exhale, you're straighten your front knee and take triangle, hinge at your front hip, fingertip to the floor or lock or hover your hand.
could swing out to the right. Let him swing over toward the door wall. It's pretty easy to let him go to that side, yes? Yeah, so? They, they like that, right? Yeah, now, do the other. Press your pelvis in toward the center of your mat. As you press your pelvis in toward the center of your mat, lean back into your shoulder blades. Create more space. Good. Breath in here. Empty out. On your inhale, you're going to take reverse warrior. Bend your front knee, reach up through your right hand. And then cartwheel down to your mat. A little push up, breathe out. That's a perfect face for that. I like that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your left foot forward, breathe in, warrior one. Down in the detail, start your feet, front toes straight ahead. Your back foot turned at an angle, and a space between your feet that allows you to be squaring your pelvis with the front of your mouth. Anchor through the outer edge of your back foot. Squeeze your back leg so that there's no dumping into your ankle or squeezing with your toes. It's ground without gripping, without looking heavy. Can you use that squeeze of your back leg and lift of your low belly to create a lift to the center of your chest? Go up, maybe a little back, who knows? Open up to warrior two. You bring your front heel in line with your back arch. Your front toes point straight ahead. Set your eyes at your middle fingernail up front. With your arms spread wide, low belly in. Start to notice the movement of your ribcage. Feel it easy here to notice how unhappy your front leg is, yes? Yeah, good. Totally, that's easy. There's so many other parts of you right now. But you could focus There's so many other parts of you in general, but where do you want your attention to go? If you want to be in complaint about your front leg, cool. Do that. Spend your time practicing that. If you want to practice breathing, spend your time practicing that. Reverse warrior. Get more involved in the front of your left side of your ribcage right, with this one. Right? Or you could get more involved in you know, something else of your choice. Notice when you're not choosing what you're paying attention to, when you're reacting. Back to what do you want to be doing? What do you want to be here? If you want to be here in child's pose, that's cool. Otherwise, Get in this pose the way you want to be in. Straighten your front knee, take time. Hinge your front hip. When you grab a block or fingertips to the floor or cover your hand all good. And again, what we're going to work is let your pelvis swing out toward the left. Let it swing over toward the window. Yeah. That's kind of a, a nice little vacation for the pose. Now, Pull into your feet and pull your pelvis in toward the center of your mat. Use that to draw your sternum forward, spread out to your collarbones. That's what you 
into your front knee, reach up, reverse warrior, spread through your side body, and then heart will down on your exhale, a little push up, plant your hands, find your way back, find your breath out here somewhere, let your inhale carry you to upward facing dog, down dog, breathe all the way out. Breath in. Empty. Now look to your hands. Walk or crawl to seated and come down onto your back for bridge. You're going to point your toes straight ahead to the front of your mat. Lie down on your back, arms at your sides. And then for bridge, you're going to draw your low belly in to start lifting your pelvis. So low belly in and tailbone sacrum, and low back up off the floor, piece by piece you go. You go as high as you can go by pressing your feet down, pressing your arm bones down. Then maybe you start to be able to slide your shoulder blades underneath you. you start to walk your arms maybe underneath you. Right, let that come through your shoulder blades. Then if all that's working for you, you might clasp your hands. And by clasping your hands, you might be able to pull in a little more maybe on the outer edges of your arms. You might be able to get up to the place where you're balanced just to the very top of your thoracic spine or your collarbone, maybe, you know, so that you're going toward. You're going toward that in a way that you can breathe, that you can still access the pressing down of your feet, pressing down of your arms. You're getting so ahead of yourself that you can't get ground and you can't breathe, right? And then you're, you're ahead of yourself. That deep. Be in line with yourself. On your exhale, you slowly come down. Good. Rest here, have a breath, just feel the body. The rest of what you notice. Let your hands beside your ears. Take your palms to the mat. Fingers to point towards your shoulders or toward the side edges of your mat. If that's painful or that just doesn't work for you, go back to bridge. Otherwise, plant your hands down, plant your feet down, slide the crown of your head and up to wheel. See what happens. Right? Plant your hands, see what happens. And sometimes it takes you know, a few tries to get up. Sometimes it takes a few years to get up. If it's not painful, right, then you just give it a go. See the possible. If you don't quite have the strength and flexibility yet, keep practicing. That's the way to get better at it. Deep breath in. And exhale, slowly release it. And take some back of the nest. Bring your soles and your feet together. Knees up to the side. Draw your low belly in. And level your sacrum on the mouth. So that your hips are well aligned, your low back is well aligned. And for some of us in this pose, we're going to need more core body work than others. Right? For some of us that have looseness in our joints, right? this pose may not be super comfortable. For some of us, it'll be great, lovely. But for a lot of us, that's the case. But if you do feel this in your pelvis in a way that feels uncomfortable, particularly the back of the pelvis or your SI joints, more low belly in. I know for some of us, it's a working pose, it's not there. Either way, you want to be comfortable in your body. 
enough to breathe fully. If anything is off, right? I mean, we can't breathe fully because we start paying attention to that thing that hurts. So you make yourself as comfortable as you can. If this is not your pose, you could always take soles of your feet to the floor and together. If there are things in your pose that you can change to be more at ease, to be out of injury or stress, do that. For some of us, we have things that we carry around that don't go away, no matter how we arrange those. That's the development of yoga is a practice that teaches us to cure what we cannot endure and to endure what cannot be cured. And there's some things that we just are okay with. 